Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 68 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. What is going on, gentlemen? Jerry, how are you, man? I'm good. Caps suck. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> Season's over. Uh, starting off uh, on the right foot as always, Jerry. You look so happy this evening. Good to see you, sir. I look like I'm, these glasses make me look like I'm in Weezer. <laughs> it, is a, it is a good throwback look. Yeah, yeah it's like nine, late 90s, early 2000s, like yeah. alt rock. Yeah. I get about the same amount of girls. <laughs> One. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, and there is the second member of the team. Jeremy, what's going on, bro? Not much, not much. Not he, to, uh, he would actually be the third member of the team. I haven't introduced myself yet, no. jackass. Okay, but you know, <laughs> okay, but, but, good call. Now, you know, I just I, I got to interject something non-sports related here, real quick. So, you know, how long we've been at this, like, you know, work from home for some of us thing? It's been what eleven months. Yeah, much, yeah. Right? I mean, we're just shy of a year since you know, March. Yeah. If I offend anybody out there, you probably deserve it. So, if you don't know to take yourself off mute yet when you're on a Zoom call, <laughs> you're a jackass. And then the second thing is if. Your uh, smoke alarm, smoke detector, whatever, isn't you know working and is beeping all the time. Change a damn battery. Yeah, I'm, gui- I'm guilty of that a lot. Yeah. I don't know how to change a battery. Yeah. It, it's Which one, chaos. the mute or the smoke <laughs> smoke detector? I have done the mute, but it, you, you, I, I, I've done that for court because you know, like I'm sitting there and I always mute because you never know what's going on in the background. Exactly right. right. So when somebody else is talking, I'm on mute, especially if I know it's going to be a a long time. And usually if I need to get in an object or something, I'll hit mute and object. But sometimes you just jump right in on it. Right. So I did it in court one uh, on a proceeding one time and, uh, I was I was like objection, but I was on mute, and the, I could hear the judge go. It looks like Mr. High is pretty animated about something. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like. I felt See, like I would point. rather it go to Jeremy's point. I would certainly rather it go that direction. You're you're being animated. You know right. they can see what you're doing. Versus you, only one person should be talking at a time. So you're right. You should basically be on mute the majority of the call until you have the platform. Right, I, I mean, it's yeah, pretty it's, standard. Uh, well, you'd think. Well, you would think so. You would think so. And I am Todd, and I am the third member, and this is Wings, Beers, and Tears, talking some DMV sports. Before we dive into the sports action, anything else uh, you guys want to discuss COVID-related? If anybody (laughs) sends me another meme or text about the lawyer thing that he was a cat, yeah. If I see that, I get it, I'm a lawyer, and it was funny the first three fucking million times I had I I will say uh, a return to to normalcy will be a welcome change for everybody. I think we've exhausted what the internet has to to entertain us at this point. At least in my profession, this is here to stay. I mean... I actually prefer, unless you have a trial, sure. right, or something that you have to go argue in court, I would rather do a lot of the hearings virtually because I don't want to lug around a, you know, a, a bunch of pleadings and copies for people when you can just knock it out. If if you can meet a bottom line remotely, the efficiency is there Absolutely. because you don't have the travel time, you don't have the um, accessories, you don't have all of that kind of stuff without question. Um and some industries are more uh, apt to um, adopt that long term than others. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Until then, we are talking sports. And tonight's lineup consists of some Caps talk, as uh, Jerry already uh, 
alluded to. I think you know what his opinion is right now. Um, we're going to talk some Terps basketball. We're going to recap the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk Taylor Heineke and his big fat $8 million coming his way. Well, that's not all guaranteed. Oh, People fuck. seem to assume that. God, yeah, but... What a fucking waste of money. You know what? Fuck it all. Let's go right in to Washington football team. Let's go. I mean, it's not, a waste, it's not a waste of money, right? I view Taylor Heineke as not a backup. I don't. I certainly don't view him as a starter. I don't view him as a backup. I view him as the emergency guy that can come in for three quarters and make some plays because he's electric. I, I agree, but based on this contract now, so Jeremy's one hundred percent correct. It's not eight million guaranteed. No, However, it's a it's decent size. It, it, it's, it's a eight, good. It's eight million dollars if he becomes a starter and makes performance. Right, but it, it's a good chunk of change that he's getting that is guaranteed. So the question becomes, what what do they see his role as? Is he the number two? Is is he going to battle Kyle Allen? I think for the number he will one? battle Kyle Allen. And certainly. what did I say weeks ago? They think they can win with what they have. I don't think that's right. If they, I, I don't they think could, they're right. I think no, no, they no. think that. I, I don't think they think that. I, I think they think their starter is not on the team. The, we have we have well, Alex Smith will be gone, right? Um, and then you have Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke battling for a backup position. They do not believe the starter of their okay, team so how, is on the roster. So with that being said. They really they, one of these trades for one of the, the the older free agent quarter or one of the quarterbacks that's you know the the rivers the the Ryan's those guys the price tag is going to be too high. First of all, no price tag is ever too high for a starting quarterback. So if they thought that Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen were potential viable starters, they would not have tried to trade for Matthew Stafford and offered a one and three. They didn't get him. Right, but that's pretty good evidence that they don't think what they had last year is the starter. So, so the question is, though, have they? Ha, do they think that they're priced out of the current market, and so they need to punt for another year? Well, we don't know what the current market is. Yeah. The, the current market will not be determined. Like, well, it's constantly moving. To your well, point, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, listen, everybody says Matt Matt Ryan is my sleeper only because of this. Everybody says he's not going to be traded and he's off off the market. He's too expensive, et cetera, et cetera. And the coach loves it. The new coach loves him, whatever. But if you're at four and one of the quarterbacks you love drops to you, if you're Atlanta, you may take the quarterback because Mm -hmm. if Matt Ryan plays next year and is successful, you're not picking it four. You're picking it 20. Right. And then you don't have the opportunity to get the next successor. So why not start it now? Right. So so for teams like that who are sitting there and let's say they love Justin Fields or they love the kid from BYU. Right. And one of those guys, you know, obviously Lawrence goes to Jacksonville. And then let's say the Jets say, I'm going to keep Darnold. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And then I think Cincinnati's up there, too. They already have Burrow, so they're not drafting a quarterback. Let's say we're going to keep Darnold. We're going to draft the offensive tackle out of Oregon, who's supposed to be the next Jonathan Ogden, right? Right. So you you draft him. Now now a quarterback drops to you, and if you're Atlanta, you say, listen, I have to make a decision. Do I want to start now? Start the rebuild now. Right. And then that way you can – Choose the quarterback, and then Matt Ryan may be available. Say, and then then the dominoes start to fall. So okay. I think what they're counting on, I'm not saying Watson or anybody like that. I'm I think or Dak Prescott, they're not being traded, and Russell Wilson is not being traded. Uh, but you're talking about you're going to get have an opportunity to get somebody who is better than Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke. Well, fucking a, I hope so. Because as a fan of the team, I don't want to go into the season with those two. You know, platooning is the starting quarterback. That's right. just my personal opinion. But 
Senior, but I think there will be someone there, and they. God damn it! Sort I hope so. Well, Jeremy, what do you yeah. think, man? Well, first of all, with the Heineke move, it's they're what they're part of what they're doing is they're preparing for not getting somebody because you don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing they're doing. Well, you have to have three quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, you have to have three, but you can get you can get your Tyrod or somebody like that if there's nothing else out there. Your Fitzpatrick, whatever it might be, Mike you know, Glennon. <laughs> um, yeah, um, you know, and, and I don't think Smith is going to be there. I, you've got to get rid of him. I mean, it's only. I mean, oh, he's he's got to go, right? I mean, only, you can't have his salary on. It's the, only ten million in dead cap space, which is a lot less than twenty four last time I checked. And I think it's only five if they wait till after June first, and I'm assuming that carries over into the next year. The other five, I really don't know how all that works. But you know, so I, that's so they're just preparing, and that you have to be prepared. I think that's something that this organization hasn't done very much the last twenty years. So just getting prepared. And the problem is, we talked about this a week a week or two ago. It's all about dominoes falling. Well, so far one fell and didn't knock any others over. Right. So, you know, Wentz may get traded as soon as today. You know, they've been talking about that, but that's something I don't think they're in the market for. But I think the market, like Jerry said, is going to change. Okay. Because teams are not going to say, sure, we'll give you awesome assets and pay a guy $40 million a year for the next four years or three years. No. If you're giving up your $40 million quarterbacks because you don't want Right. Or he doesn't want to be there. Sure. So either you're going you're gonna to pay that money because it's a crappy contract, but you're not, you know, I'm not giving up more than like a second and a third for a Wentz, and that's probably too much. And he, they want two firsts. Right. You know, you know, you know well, that contract, nobody, nobody's no. biting on that. No, no exactly. No, no, no. And no, which, and, and, no and, and, and I'm encouraged to hear you guys, you know, talking about this because I, I was just so, I wasn't disheartened by the Heineke deal. I was kind of like, okay, I, I had the, the same thought you did, Jeremy. They're locking up another quarterback that they think can at least play and be a legitimate NFL starter for a few weeks if need be. And they want to have a couple of those guys on the roster because they simply don't know what other direction they're going to go in. Well, it's it's smart. I mean, I, I know I kind of trash Taylor Heineke because I'm sort of I, – I get pissed off when people like talk about him as like this this guy we just discovered and, hold oh my God, he's like amazing and he's going to be our starter and we should give him – you know, he comes in as our starter. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? He's never finished a game. Yeah. He's no, no, no. never finished a game he started. Well, we talked um, about his style of play right, after, and before and after the playoff right. game. And it was – I mean – Tip your hat. And, great and for, great effort, but for one game, he gives you a lightning in a bottle. Right. So where I so I, I'm not opposed to bringing him back because obviously he's he's been in the system for a while. He know, he can step in and play just like that, just like Kyle Allen can. So both right. of those guys, it, it's actually very smart. I was I was surprised at the term and the amount. Right. I mean, because you could have brought him back for. One year, two million dollars. Well, two million is probably the guarantee. Maybe two and a half. It, it may, that's what I, I want to see the actual. Yeah, it's yeah what the actual guarantee right. is. Up right. Spot track. Right. Yeah, I checked before. I yeah. Came over so, here. Um, so I'd like to see that, but I would be surprised if it was anything more than than that. You right. Know, with the incentive, by I mean, his agent's not going to let him sign a deal for more than one year if he didn't have incentives. Because sure, what happens if the kid blows up and has to play five or six games? And then, so he can meet some incentives during the year. If he plays two consecutive games, he probably gets some money. If he plays fault four, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So now it'd be interesting to see though, because is it like per start? Is it you know if he hits I, four, hits eight, six, hits twelve, whatever it is, you know. Hmm. But um, I mean, like I said, he's he's more of a boost. But I don't view him as someone that could play three consecutive games. No. Look, man, and that's why I just said, as a fan of the team, I I actually like both Allen and Heineke as good. Workman-like 
quarterbacks that can that can play a spell, a handful of games, and probably not lose lose the season for you. I don't want to go into the season talking about is it going to be Kyle Allen or Taylor Heineke. I, I, they need to well, have a number one quarterback, in my opinion, or at least somebody that they're going to groom. That won't be good, but I um, it, but that they're a good two three Heineke Allen to me or two A two B whatever you want to call them. That's not, what I, nobody's calling them one A or anything. And then that begs um, the question: well, there are people calling them that, which is why I get well, so upset. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I that, that's you know I have said the, the the phrase now over and over again. They think they can win with them, but. Those are Rivera's words, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, and they do think they can. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother because exactly they're one play, two plays away from both of them playing. There you go. You know. So, but I still think I I think that they like the idea, or one of their uh, possibilities is, hey, maybe we do get somebody that slips to nineteen, or we move up a couple spots to mm-hmm. get someone we like, and we won't have to rush them in week one because we do have two guys that are competent. So that begs – all right, so the name that's being thrown around this week is Mac Jones from right. Alabama. Five quarterbacks potentially in the top 15. Oh, I've heard top 10 now. I mean, it's – well, that's it, that's ridiculous. Man. I know, but it's kind of like fantasy, right? Once a run starts on a position, yeah, you I know, mean, and, but, and but, so well, if teams so, start trading up, yeah. Right, I mean, exactly. So here are the teams, just running through them, uh, one to 18, right? So – Jacksonville, obviously, you know who they're taking, Trevor. Then you got the Jets. They have to make a decision on Darnold. If they take uh, a quarterback, then that means Darnold's available, which I think would be. Good. I like I like him honestly. That would be I, an upgrade over what they have. And remember, all of the quarterbacks combined for Washington, they threw sixteen picks and sixteen touchdowns. <laughs> so we're anybody bad? can be. Oh, anybody can like. Tyrod Taylor would come in and be better than well, that. Well, Jerry, you, you rattled off uh, car stats a couple weeks ago, oh, he, and I was salivating because right. I was like, holy shit, that's better right. than anybody we've so got. So I, think, I think Darnold <laughs> could, could, would probably do better than that. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think you're probably right. right? So, um, so Especially with good coaching, that poor guy. Yeah. That, you know? But, I mean, he's, he's dreadfully inaccurate, and he's turnover machine. So and far. He, and, yep. he, and he mm-hmm. was that at USC as well. He just had great players, so there there are not without risks. I mean, that JP Finley can't stand it. He'd rather start Taylor Heineke than Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that, but anyway, Darnold may be available. Then you get to Atlanta, and I know that this is a long shot, but I think if enough if if Atlanta finds for the reasons I said, if they find their quarterback at that point, now you're drafting Matt. Now you're drafting a quarterback, paying him first round top five money, and then you're going to keep forty million dollars of Ryan. They can do a trade of Matt Ryan on draft day that doesn't become effective until June, and then his cap hit is half of that. Got it. So, I mean, just uh, like they're doing with Stafford now, they right. can't sign it. They, they made the deal, mm-hmm. but they can't sign him until March or whatever. Right. I, I assume you could do the same okay. thing. Okay, 19th pick for Ryan. Do you do it? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, in a heartbeat. Hell that's yeah. all. Uh, me too, but that's all I do. I don't think I do much oh, more I do than a that. one and a three. I, I do a one. I think you're going to have to throw something else yeah, in. I, I, that's what yeah, I mean. if you know what, the second three, the one from San yeah, Fran or whatever, that's, yeah. that's, okay. I, I do that's a bonus pick yeah. anyway. Then you have yeah. uh, then you have Cincinnati. They're not taking a quarterback. Philadelphia, you know, who knows what they want. But if they draft <laughs> somebody, um, they already have Jalen Hurts, and then you, right now you have Wentz. And I don't think they're going to get a first for for Wentz. I just I don't think so either. I when I heard the, Bears, the two, when I heard they were like line in the sand, two first round yeah. picks, it's like go oh, fuck yourself. You know who you know who did that? You know who it's their own um, radio like sideline reporter was no like shit. tweeting out. Oh, <laughs> you know, we got the multi. You know, the Colts and the Bears. The Bears like, yeah, we're not. 
Yeah. They were supposed to throw in Tarek Cohen. Tarek Cohen tweeted, just talk to the GM. They don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going anywhere, right? So um, so they're trying to drum up this right. competition, which, you know, Carson Wentz uh, with your boy out in uh, Indy, uh, reuniting with him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankie. Frankie. That, Frank that, Reich. Might, that would be a good setup for him. And then you have um, Detroit, Carolina. Carolina needs a quarterback. Uh, but they have Bridgewater. That means he would be available. Um, Denver, obviously, have, Drew Locke would be available. Dallas is not taking a quarterback. The Giants are not taking a quarterback. San Fran, but that means Jimmy G would be available. The Chargers, uh, no, they got Herbert. Yep. Uh, Minnesota's got Cousins. New England needs a quarterback. and Oof. Badly. Uh, Arizona, uh, the Raiders, and Miami again. So um, I just can't see Miami ditching on Tua me neither. after one year. No, me neither. I mean, well, if they I, do, I, he, it's because they get Watson he, or something. Yeah, he did little. look bad. Don't uh, get me wrong. I mean, he, I, Fitzpatrick was, I thought, much better. But, like, the kid wasn't a, like, he wasn't a freaking disaster. He just wasn't a superstar like he thought he'd be. Well, and remember, I was shocked he played as early as he did coming off of the hip injury. Like, I didn't I didn't think he – at the beginning of the year, they were like, yeah, we don't really need him to play until week eight or nine, and then he was in there in week five or six. Yeah. And I was like, huh? But he what? was a popular pick, man. If you bail, on, if you bail on him in a half of a season of work, that's I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. So, so uh, all right, so it's still a crapshoot. The closer we get – I think it's just going to be even more muddied because <laughs> teams are going to start throwing rumors out there, like Jerry just said, and everything else. But I Do could talk think, about this shit for like five hours. Oh, it's it's the best. Do you think today that Washington is going to make a play for a quarterback in in the first round, whether it's their own pick or moving up? I think they will trade the first round pick to get a quarterback. Okay, but they're not going to draft a quarterback. You don't think? No, because I don't. I don't think one will be there at nineteen. Got it. I, I'm kind of with you on that one. I think they, they, they'll they use their draft position and their picks to acquire a quarterback. I would be disappointed if they traded up in the draft to get anybody except for um, your boy Trevor. What if they traded down and we ended up with some stud tackle or something? Oh, uh, trade downs are all always great. Oh, we always love trade downs. We never get them. I know. So. Well, but, again, you got to have a dance partner. But, uh, but <laughs> Yeah, because there's nobody to trade up for it. Yeah. But, but I will be disappointed if – we don't have a top 18 quarterback starting for the for Washington next year. All right. I, I'm going to say right now, I don't think we're going to. I'm going to be disappointed, I, but I don't think we're going to have a top 18 quarterback starting. Well, I think the only way I'm going to be – I mean, cause I, I basically agree with, with Todd. I don't, I, it's it's going to be – well, actually, I agree with both of you. I don't know if that makes any sense because <laughs> I want what Jerry wants, but I, have, I'm not, I won't be surprised at all if what Todd says is what's going to happen. Um, and it's just – they're they're making preparations, like we said before. They know it's not going to be easy. Um, I just and they need weapons, man. God damn it, they the need thing. weapons. They need the weapons. I I don't think that but they the draft, biggest weapon you can have as a quarterback. It is. I, I agree. I um, agree. But I don't think they draft a quarterback unless there's so, well, if somebody slips to nineteen that they want. Duh. Yeah. But yeah, but exactly. maybe somebody slips to fourteen, fifteen. It doesn't cost too much to move up those few spots. If it's if it's a Jones, you know, somebody like that, because Jones bothers me too. I mean, yeah, he basically was playing with a pro team for a year and a half. Yep, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Well, Redskins don't have those weapons. And his breakout or, or year, Washington and his breakout year for better or worse was COVID year. Yeah. So you know, I mean, that, I like the kid. Don't get me wrong. I, me but, too, man. Dude, I, I, that kid can play. Yeah. I don't, when I I don't see a lot. I I don't. Who's that Jones? Yeah, I don't see a lot 
that Joe Burrow does better than he does, except uh, for run. He, he moves better, yeah. Yeah, but, 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 but Joe Burrow had... But he moves better, and he got a torn ACL, so... The, uh, the, only, I mean, the only year that Joe Burrow tur- tore it up was when he had the greatest offense in the history of college football. So until, basically same... Uh, until this year. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah, so, no, that's fair. So, I mean, Very fair. But, that's, but that's where chicken and egg, too, right? We're, we're talking about Jones has a great skill set. You look at the guy, he looks the part. But the, the the toys he had to play with were unmatched, yeah, but, man. But, but that's the you same know? arguments that Burrow had, and why I yeah, think yeah, yeah, why yeah. I think Alabama quarterbacks traditionally do pretty well is because they run a pro system. True. You know? I mean, look at all those. Look at their coordinators are making like four million dollars. They're they're from NFL dudes. It's not like they're running the spread where like that Trey, Trey Lance guy. I would not touch him. Well, it's the famous last words, right? <laughs> I would not touch him at nine nineteen. I just don't think um, I, I, someone was doing a breakdown. I can't remember what it was, and they did a breakdown of his throws. And on ninety percent of them, there wasn't a defender in the screen. Yeah. So he was basically he waits to get for his receiver to get open, sees him open, and throws in the ball. There, there were like combine routes and throws. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's right. nobody there because he's yeah. playing against Division two talent. Sure. At the in a, in a and he's belt. the one from South Dakota State? Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the new Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. But uh, if Mac Jones was there at 19, I would snatch him. You know, I think heart. at 19, it's almost a no-brainer. I he mean, may rise, though. He you, might. You know, who, might. you know who I can see fall is Fields. Yeah, I had that thought, too, but do but not you, want. Sorry. No, I don't want yeah, another yeah. quarterback from Ohio State that falls. <laughs> 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 because he's falling for a reason. Uh, all right. So we're, we're going to continue to talk Washington football because, A, they're the biggest game in town. <laughs> B, there's always drama <laughs> and always something going on. And C, it's just fucking fun. It's fun to talk off-season NFL because there's always shit to talk about. And, you know, it makes for good banter. And, and, and again, the scenarios could be completely different next week. If we listen back to our pod from last week or the week before or the week before that, I mean, everything evolves and, well, and changes. how dumb we are. Eh, pretty much. Uh, but I'm okay with that. All right. So speaking of uh, speaking of quarterbacks in the NFL, before we move on to uh, to our oh, caps here, talk, here, here's one quarterback, and I want you to chew on this: Gardner Minshew. Okay, EB. Yeah, okay. You know what? I've had that thought too. Who? EB. Oh yeah, he, he like. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I've had that thought too. Um, my my I just knee saw jerk, his name because yeah, my uh, knee jerk tw- reaction is pass. But again, pass. How could you pass on anybody? Well, that that's just it, right? Yeah. These guys are for that dude. These guys are young and. If they were in kind of a shitty situation, I mean, this we we saw it last year. This coaching staff's pretty fucking good, you know. They're, they're gonna they're gonna get guys to be better. Um, I agree hundred percent. His twenty twenty season stats where he didn't he got benched, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how many games he played. He started, but he threw sixteen touchdowns and five interceptions, and he got benched. And he got well, yeah, because he was too good, and they need to make sure they get the first pick. Um, <laughs> But they won their first game, right? And then lost the rest? I think so. Um, yeah. No, no, they I, were a disaster. I think Minshew would be – he's fine. He had, a, you know, he he's had a, a 66% completion. And he's got a sick mustache. Yeah, the stash is pretty money. So, uh, <laughs> any, I'm telling you, I could name you 15 quarterbacks that will be a dramatic upgrade, so it's almost I like agree. I'm counterbalancing my argument yeah, of right, why, we, right. why do we need to trade a yeah, lot of assets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a broken record about this, but it's one of these things where if they, Minshew's going to if they bring him in, I'm happy about it mm-hmm. because, like I said, I trust the coaches. You know, Famous last words there, I guess, but I trust the coaches, and if they want him, I'm very comfortable with him on this I team. Just, I just want to get a quarterback 
that's going to be the quarterback for the next five years. I agree. I want. I want. Our, you know, and I, that's what it should have been. I with want Alex a Smith, quarterback but. that went when we bring him in. There's no dispute that he's the number one. And then Allen and, and Heineke are battling it out for I just two ways to be. I just wish Washington had a quarterback like Kirk Cousins. Oh, man. That would <laughs> be amazing. That would be nice, huh? That would have been amazing, huh? Fucking Bruce Allen. Yeah, fuck that guy. All right, speaking of fuck that guy, right, Tom okay. fucking Brady. You son of a bitch. God um, damn, we were all wrong. We were man, wrong. How was, bad? Yeah. First of all, is anybody really clamoring for Eric Bieniemy anymore? All right. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Kansas City's coaching staff's a nightmare. All right. Andy Reid's a... His family's a disaster. Well, that 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 I think. I wonder if that has something to do I with it. I think that has a lot to do with it, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. I wonder you. if the enemy just said, fuck it, I'm not prepping because I want to get a coaching job. <laughs> and he's maybe sulking. I think bit. what pissed me off the most about that game, um, and I'll let Jeremy go on a, a referee rant here in a second, but <laughs> I think what pissed me off the most is I could see exactly what Tampa's game plan was. And it appeared KC knew exactly what their game plan was and did not do anything to counter the arrows that Tampa was. You gonna know what throw. their game plan was? Hey, you know, those two fat white dudes on the on the corners at tackles that have never played tackle or backups. We're gonna rush the shit out of yep. them. Yep. And we'll still take seven step drops and and not give extra protection and. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can't do what you don't do, right? And you're not gonna keep Kelsey in the block, but there's got to be some sort of offense. You can say, look, JPP's killing us. Dude, we got it. We got a chip. What happened to some of the misdirection, um, the little flips to Hill or Watkins or all those kinds of things? The first quarter was riddled with what you just said: seven step drops and Mahomes running for his life. Mahomes, In the first fucking quarter, Mahomes was basically. I think someone he ran five hundred yards. Oh total. yeah, yeah. They, they tracked just, him. Yeah, but on, on because, basically one foot. But he would yep. just he would take a five step drop and then just start sprinting. Yeah, it was a five step drop turned into a twenty step drop because yeah. he was getting rushed. But what I don't understand, and this is very uninformed because I'm pretty much ignorant about like offensive schemes and things like that, but why didn't they switch to, again, more three-step drops and some crossing routes and things like that? that, that that's what I'm saying. With the two-slash-four right. deep they were I, running. I don't understand. They those never did it. Those safeties were 10 to 12 yards yeah. back. There I know. gaps. I, yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay's linebackers are fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, they were really, they really are. good. Hey, hats off. Was great. And, and, and I started that whole thing off you know, ragging on Brady a little bit. Dude. He's the fucking goat. Yeah. All right. Dude, he's the man. I got nothing but respect for how well he prepares uh, mentally and physically and everything else. Just pisses me off. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like Duke. And, and yeah, I will say much. this. Used to and, be like and, Duke. And <laughs> the, the refereeing in the first half was fucking atrocious. I'm just going to say it. Casey did, them, did themselves no favors in that game. Didn't deserve to win it. I'm not going to say that for a heartbeat. But I will say there were three legitimate fuck-up calls that completely swayed that game in the first half. The female ref? Kind of hot, though. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. She I fucking was, knew you were going to say that. I mean, that. I didn't know she was there, but when I kept looking, I was like, how could man, you tell she had her mask on? Oh, you weren't looking at that? Well, the, the, she looked good. I, don't, <laughs> I guess it could be like witch face, so I could take the mask off, but what I saw about her looked good. <laughs> no, I, so it I, makes up for the fact that she can't. She missed a bunch of calls. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm putting it on, um, who is it, that like left judge or whatever, or, Maybe he's the umpire. I, for, I, I can't remember where, but the, the P.I. at the end of the first half that gave him like 35 yards was a complete and utter disaster. And it was not that it needs to be... The tripping. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, could, you could tell. Yeah, I, I, I actually... Who's yeah. the guy that used to play for the Skins who's uh, got, just got abused in the entire... Um, what's his name? The guy who had a messed up foot and got he played for the Skins and now he, he's the, he was the corner that kept getting abused. Josh Norman? No, no. The Dunbar? Uh, no, god damn it. 
Well, Breland. Uh, Breland. Oh, Breland. Breland. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. Used yeah. By uh, by those receivers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, here's the thing about it's funny because you know one referee that I actually like. I know that's shocking news <laughs> is uh, Sterator. Yeah, you know uh-huh. I thought he did a good job. He was a, he was a uh, ba- college basketball ref too. That's right. And actually, I thought he did a good job there. You could almost tell by his comment. He he just said, "Well, you can't call that uncatchable." He didn't say a word about the call itself. Uh huh. He was like, "Well, there's no way you can call it uncatchable because the athletes are too good. He might have had a shot at it." But I, he didn't support the call one bit. He supported them not calling So I heard on, on, on Grant and Danny the other night, they had Mike Pereira on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he used to be in charge of like training the officials. Okay. And he was really, really pointed and really, really good. And he goes, I will be an official till the day I die. He <laughs> said, That's my, those are my brethren. He goes, judgment calls, we're always going to debate them till the end of time. He goes, what I cannot forgive is not being in the right position. Yep. And he goes, on those three calls, I would have written them up and given them a poor grade purely based on their positioning and their inability to make the proper judgment because they're not in the right position. So I heard that, and I'm like, wow, he was really being diplomatic. And he goes, now look, we can debate the calls all day. He goes, I'm telling you right now. Hard for me to hear them justify their call when they're completely out of position. Right. Well, that's another great point that's been coming up more and more with how fat and damn fast these players are. How are these old farts supposed uh, to get in the right position? You've been saying this for years, though, I mean, Jeremy. I mean, I mean they're, they're in the same shape I am. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. But I don't. With that said, the ref officiating had nothing to do with the outcome. the The outcome was determined by the fact that Todd Bowles shit all over Kansas City's offensive staff. No question. Yep. And left, which no did a good question. job too. And, Both and those yeah, guys I mean, oh yeah, left, which was yeah, yeah, he did yeah, a yeah. good job. But you know, you you know, and I I I, I like left, which he's a you know he played at Marshall, but um, you never know who's really doing the calls. Right. Like, I would love to That's hear true. the conversation between Brady. If Brady's sort of dictating, look, these are the four calls I'm going to see, I'm going to call, tell me if if something changes and you don't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. But I remember they actually said something during the Super Bowl, <laughs> left which was telling him to do something. He's like, no, no, I got yeah, yeah. it, you know? Yep. And he sort of was like, I, he was basically calling it. Yeah. Um, but – the the way Tampa Bay's front four dominated and their linebackers got out of it, and the fact that Kansas City could not recognize that and say, okay, here's how we're going to deal with that. And it's not like the game devolved for KC. They got off on the wrong foot. It was apparent to everybody, and then they just dug themselves deeper. Right, yeah, because I, it wasn't even though they were awful. It wasn't that bad. It was like a, it was like a Maryland basketball game. You're it's like 100% you stink, right. but you're down what like fourteen to nine or something. It was fourteen, 14 to six, six man, you know? and and. God, that was just that was pain. <laughs> disappointing because I was I was looking forward to a good entertaining shootout and it was not that. And then the fucking weekend comes out at halftime. I mean, look, what would you think, Jerry? I, have, I, I wanted to hear your wearing, analysis. I don't know if they're wearing jock straps on their faces, but and I don't understand all the symbolism. I've just learned a long time ago <laughs> that this stuff is not for me. Uh, it, it's just not. It's not. I'm not the audience. Right, no. and they don't care what I think, so I I never I, I didn't really pay my, that much attention to it. I don't know any of his songs. See, I, I I do know some of his songs. I actually thought the quality sounded decent compared we to some have, previous ones. I mean, I I, I was getting benefit of the doubt of it's COVID. What the fuck are you supposed to do? But then then they all started getting mixing in together, and I don't know, whatever. But I well, there's only there's only one Bruno Mars. Yeah, he's the only one I've liked in the last five years. I just what? thought his his mic was basically too low. 
I, mean, I think I, it was on purpose because yeah. of the style that okay. you know he plays that like poppy upbeat style yeah. and it's it's impossible to do live even when you're in a concert yeah. venue let alone in a fucking cauldron like the well, it's probably NFL, NFL anyway, stadium but whatever it was to me the vocals were too low probably not even his mic it was the vocals mm-hmm. whatever you want to do with I that I think that was, was by yeah. design because yeah. I had the same thought I don't thought, think I've ever liked a Super Bowl halftime hell show. no like I've no. never liked it I've never Bruno Mars I thought he did pretty well, but he was getting trashed. You know what I'd rather see? Like the the, the finalists of like AGT or something. Like give me like a magician and like you know an acrobat. Or how about <laughs> have just them battle it out fucking, for votes or something? How about just not having a, a halftime show? <laughs> or just not having a halftime well, show? Well, I'd love That'd it be... not be forty five minutes or whatever it was. <laughs> well, see that's why that's that's why I said it might it would be a low, lower scoring game than we thought because of the delays and the how yep. long it takes yep. and how much rhythm you get. Well, that's out of always it. the knock on the, the I Super didn't Bowl know it was because show. Eric. The enemy would not fucking prepare at all, <laughs> which I assume is what happened. Uh, all right, onward and upward. Lots and lots of off-season talk about Washington football, and I'd like to do a little research on the Ravens to figure out what their biggest needs are and start talking about some. Scenarios. Orlando Brown, Brown demands a trade today. He wants to play left tackle for his new contract. Interesting. All right, so, so let, you know, let's table that one and, and let's go some Ravens and uh, Washington football talk next week. And uh, you know, the dust is settled after the Super when we Bowl. Have, when we have Matt Ryan as our quarterback, <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. In the meantime, something we don't have to entertain us with this week is live caps action because the old COVID hit. Thanks to uh, this time, it was the Flyers and the Sabers. Um, so the Caps get a little mini break here. They do. They do. Um, to lick their wounds what? after that seven to four ass whooping they took on Sunday. Damn it! Man. I, I say that only by the score line. Uh, Vanacek was due for a stinker. He had one. I don't think he was great. Um, Obviously, he wasn't great. They let seven goals. There's nothing good well, about the goaltending and two, or yeah. the defense. Two by of definition on Vanacek. Two yeah, of them are bad. I think on that's because usually you don't pull a guy at four three generally unless you were up three nothing or something yeah. like that. Um, no, it was. The, I, guess, I think it was the first and the fourth that were the fourth. He was just off his angle. I mean, that he, was JVR's yes. goal, right? Yeah, it was, was a great the, play by JVR. Oh, good um, play, good shot. But, but NHL goalies make that save nineteen out of twenty times. Yes. you know, probably more than that. Probably yeah, yeah, more. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say this: it was disappointing that they had to go out like that with this little hiatus because a it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But b I actually thought they carried the play better than they've carried it in the previous five games. It was one of the yeah. It was one of their better games. Uh, they were dominating. So, you know. Oh, Jerry's rolling his eyes because he didn't fucking watch the game. This was Jerry on Super Bowl Sunday having his inordinate amount of wings delivered. Which is good. Oh, my God. I had 18,000 wings here at my house. Sitting on his phone talking shit to Jay and I about how bad the Caps are. Not watching a fucking minute of the game. First of all, I did watch like four minutes of it. Four. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) You know what I kept seeing? The score fucking go up. Yeah. And you guys look not playing that bad. Kind of playing good. Carrying the puck. I was like, it's set. They have seven fucking goals. Dominating. I, I I thought they were I thought they were the dominant team for the first and second period. They lost seven to four. You guys are fucking weird, man. <laughs> it was four four going like, into the third. It's like I do a podcast with guys that have never played sports before. <laughs> it was four. They, well, they yeah. gave good effort. Yeah. Well, we we do a sports pod with someone who doesn't watch sports. So exactly. True. <laughs> yeah. I exactly watch it on right. my phone. Um, no, but they were. It was one of those games. So it was the it was the Buffalo game when we hosted them and we had all the subs in. And Vanacek made like 44 or 45 saves. And Caps ended up winning, what was it, like 3 2? Yeah, or t- yeah, something like that. 2 1 game. So anyway, it was midway yeah. through the third. And Alan May's like, oh, yeah, Caps are really, really playing well defensively. They're, I'm looking up there. They're being outshot, I want to say 42 to 19, being outchanced more than 2 to 1. I'm going, 
We're playing like complete ass. You know why Alan May said that? Because we were winning. <laughs> there it is. Jesus, and that's what I thought the bottom line is uh, you only want to score at the top to be in your favor, not all the shots and looking and good in your uniforms. Play, when you're going to play that many games, if you're going to hang on and go, hey, at least we won the game, giving up 45 shots with a rookie goalie, you're going to lose a shit ton of games. Yeah. Well, what I can't figure out, and you guys have to explain to me because I don't watch the games, is it's facts. why we give up so many shots is it because our defense is bad, or is it? Did because you not listen to anything I just yeah. fucking said? Or we didn't it, give up any shots, and we lost seven to four. Or is it because we don't yeah. carry the puck? Or Ooh, is yeah. it because our goaltending is terrible, and that's why TSN says we need to trade for a goaltender? Okay, well, the goaltending would have nothing to do with the sh- amount of shots we give up. That's yep. number one. Number two, we actually dominated the game in terms of shots. Yeah, it was a two to which one, is, one at least. Yeah, we majority were, of the game. It was four four going into the third. We were out shooting them thirty two to fifteen. I understand. So why did we lose seven four? Our goaltending was a bowl of shit that game. Okay, is that is that the only reason? I mean, uh, pretty much. Every, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, see where I where I get confused <laughs> with you guys is whenever we lose, it's the goaltending's not bad. He played well. He played well. Yeah. And I then, just said they were a bowl of and, shit. And then or the defense is not that bad. Is that the bad? <laughs> I don't think I've well, said the defense is. And that then bad. and then or it's and that's okay. It must be the offense. No, no, they play well. We carried the pay. We carried I'm the fairly, Did fairly, you not watch the game? You watched the game, right? So if the offense is amazing and the defense is not bad and the goaltending, yeah, they're okay. Then we should lose any fucking games. <laughs> okay, you never admit there's a fucking problem. Well, first of all, listen back to each week. I, I never listen to this fucking podcast. Are you kidding me? Um, I basically ragged it. on their style of play in the first ten games. Because it's it's crap. It's not sustainable winning hockey. They were winning games because they were getting the benefit of some puck luck. Great goaltending. As soon as they got the book on Vanacek a little bit, happens with rookie goalies. They're going to hit a down spell. Defense is giving up way too many fucking shots. But most importantly, we don't have the puck enough. The Philly game Sunday, this is what I started this whole thing with, pure sense of irony because the first game, we had the puck way more than the other team, and we gave up seven fucking goals. So, so proves you're wrong. Jeremy, what do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I know you are easily confused, so we'll let that part slide. But now it, it is frustrating because, um, exactly like Todd said, you, you pretty much play your best game, at least possession wise, this, that, and the other. And that's the first game that your goalie doesn't really play very well. And you probably do have a couple defensive breakdowns. Uh, and I think part of that is just, you know, the lineups have sucked. You know, or not, not the lineups have sucked, but the continuity of the lineups has sucked. This is where this break, well, I, I have a lot of questions about what it's going to mean down the road, but this is, uh, it's perfect because they were so COVIDed up and unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I think everybody skated today. I think so. Including Schultz, Verona. That's probably the first time since, since right before the opener. Yeah. So, I mean, that is great. Yeah. And the camp they didn't have. Well, they can practice, you know, knock on wood in terms of no more COVID. They can practice all week. Yep. They can get as much practice. They'll get more practice in as this unit than they've gotten since last season. Mm-hmm. Right. And that can be very beneficial. It can so be. when they come back and play on Sunday, they should have a full complement of roster. As far as uh, we as know. As far as I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only one who might not be game ready yet might be Schultz. Oh, man, his face. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was all jacked yeah. up. Well, I mean, obviously, Kuzi and Samsonov haven't really played yet, so I mean, you know, you don't know what they're going to be up for. Well, um, we know the effort that Kuzi likes to give. Is well, yeah, so, really he should, so he should be fine. <laughs> um, but uh, so the thing is, what I'm wondering about is, you know, are they going to get stuck playing five games in seven days a couple times later <laughs> in the year? Probably, or, probably, yeah. You know, because one of the things I think is part of this. And this is a lot of this is CBA related. They need a, they need to get like that six days off. 
It's you know built in somewhere in March, or maybe it's early April. Well, they're going to get that now. Right. Does that count? So I see they what can you mean. Make up the games during that mean. time, so they don't get screwed too bad. Uh, so they built in some extra. Well, one. I mean, it started last season, the season before. That it's just again part of the CBA. There's two thing, two breaks. The All Star break, which there is a break that's like four days, you know, halfway through. I don't know what's for everybody, but the Caps have it. And then there's another that's five or six days somewhere. Right. And I think it's I think it's all CBA mandated. Got it. So again, they're going to get a six day break right here. So you're so saying can they count, just flip flop that? Yeah, yeah. just count yeah, yeah. for that so they can schedule makeup games in that week if it's possible with other teams involved. Right. And they and those move stuff around. Have to what is it? What is Phoenix and St. Louis seven times in a row they're playing? Yeah. Which is. Well, it happens in the playoffs, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But regular season wise, I mean, just, you know, it's weird. Uh, yeah, so. talk about talk about kindling some uh, some bad blood, oh, yeah. man. Absolutely. Shit. Um, well, they they reassigned Faravi and mm-hmm. uh, Scarbosa, right? Faravari and Scarbosa. Yeah. To me, that's good news. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I was saying before. We had that we had that little run where we I think we surprised the Islanders with a with a shitty lineup, and then we did the same. And they were struggling big time, big time. So we caught them at the right time. Um, but the young guys, they, they, they played really well, but it's not sustainable. Right. And we're going we're gonna to hit that stretch, hopefully starting Sunday, with fewer interruptions down the road. At the Pens or home? Uh, I believe it's there. I, mean, I think it's there, yeah. but I... Yeah. And they got Hextall <clears throat> and... Uh, and Berkey. <laughs> Brian Burke. That's Brian hilarious. Burke. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Hextall? The Hextall? I would almost expect Going those guys yeah, I mean, to that's, fight before they I was going to say, together. those guys... Uh, that's oh. like sacrilege, man. That's crazy. For, for Hextall to go yeah. to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Crazy. He may um, make some moves though. But I, I will say this: um, I, I'm I'm excited to see a 10 to 12 game run of a relatively normal lineup that we hope to see come playoff time. I'll and say, I'd like to see what they look like. Yeah, Ovi's playing well. Um, he. I, I looked, don't know if he's playing well, like overall, but offensively he's playing. So well. Sunday, that this move past on Sunday, Sunday was sick. So we had four goals Sunday. He had two goals, two assists. He's, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. He's hitting everybody on the ice. The game before that, he played 27 minutes, and they asked him afterwards. They were like, how do you feel? He goes, oh, I feel great. I feel yeah. awesome. He's like, I feel like I'm in my early 20s again. I'm like, God damn, this guy's a fucking machine. That, you know? that fucking move he made oh, between his was, legs to shit on. And then just completely like, undressed Almost him. like an like a no-look pass uh-huh. in hockey. It was fucking awesome. That's that's another thing that drives me crazy about the uh, the, the hockey purists up there in Canada. Oh, all over he does is score goals. No. He, you know yeah. si- Dude, that guy is a machine. He's sick. He, his, his hands man. are absurd. Well, almost every announcer does say his playmaking is underrated. Yeah. Every single one. Yep. So... And Alan May's been saying it for years, and it must yeah, be true. Fucking Alan May. Alan May's the man. If we got that guy on a podcast, I'd be just stunned in silence, believe it or not. <laughs> I would be just looking at well, him. Well, yeah, he wouldn't be very nice to you, is my guess. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think he'd be nice? I'm at him. He's a nice guy. Well, it's because no, no, he hasn't if, heard you talk about hockey if he, if he heard your analysis. Oh, I'd be a fucking <laughs> shit show. I'd, I'd, I'd tell him up front, look, man, I don't know anything about hockey. <laughs> I basically go uh, listen to what you say, and then I regurg- try to regurgitate it. <laughs> well, that he'd be happy about. Uh, no, but I, I do think that uh, they they need to solidify a rotation on the back end that, that is going to prevent these spells of just giving up tons and tons of, of possession well, and shots because it's pissing me off. Exactly. And to, to Jerry's point, they just Thank haven't, you. Yeah, they haven't been very good. It's, it's that simple. I will just say that your biggest flaws, both of you, <laughs> are you do not you – over, you underestimate – or you overestimate the? I'll get it. You, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a killer point, counselor. This is, a, this is yeah. just locked you tight. You overestimate right here. the ability of of the players. You just think they're better than they are, and that is that's your that's your flaws. And I've always been correct because every player that I dislike <laughs> that's gone to a different place has failed. 
I will say this. Except for almost everybody who out, who goes and like has become like a top six. I will say pr- pre- prior to our Stanley Cup run, you were convinced that Kuznetsov should just go back and play uh, in Russia. You're like, he's not even an NHL. Or, and he was, he was basically the MVP of the whole Stanley so, Cup run. Yeah, that's probably true. I can't remember because I have so many concussions. But I remember <laughs> I was I, I hated Marcus Johansson. You did. And then he goes to Jersey and has, I assume, done well. I mean, he's going to Jersey. He's yeah, like he's going min- to no man's I think thing. he's in Minnesota now, but yeah. And then uh, who else did I hate? Stevenson. Stevenson. And that dude's like lighting it up. And they, who's the guy that went um, – my worst one was the guy I was I was just joning on. Then he went to Vegas. Or I was I don't know. Maybe that was Stevenson. And he was scoring like every other game, and I'd get a text. Yeah, from that Jeremy. was Stevenson. The was only Stevenson. fucking time Jeremy ever texts me, <laughs> <laughs> like he I never I I get concerned when I get a text from Jeremy. Like, oh my god, did he get in a car accident? Does he need a lawyer? Does he have DUI? <laughs> just, <Right>? Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I mean, it's possible people get DUIs, you know. And Jeremy drinks. What about you know? Jesus, thanks, boy. Mitch. Yeah. So, but then when he te- then I realized Stevenson scored again. You guys, you don't know shit. Some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> can oh, we talk? Boy. Can we talk about the optimism I had for Maryland basketball last time, and now it's gone? <laughs> yeah, we well. can. We can. So hopefully, hopefully next week when we pop on, we'll be talking about the Caps playing Sunday, and then having you know these games rescheduled down the road. Like Jeremy said, it'll be interesting to see how they flip flop this this current little break they're getting now with what they have later. I'm still optimistic. <laughs> They have not had their well, full yeah. complement of players, and they haven't played together a lot. And but you know, maybe the the goaltending might be a detriment. I don't know. It, it, it could of, be an issue. A lot of people on on the social media think it's the weak link. Well, there this, you know what though? I saw the same two Canadian pundits that were lauding Vanacek the week before as, oh, my God, the Caps have all this depth and young goaltending. We haven't even seen Samsonov and this kid Vanacek's a stud. And then they were like, yeah, they're not well, going to be good enough with those two. I'm like, wait, well, you just said a week ago that they were well, like, Jerry, <laughs> is that you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's also, it's their third and fourth goalie. Their yeah. one, two were Samsonov and Lundqvist. Right. So, I mean, right. this is what they're dealing with, which is part of why a trade is, is something they might need to look at because mm-hmm. they're, they right now are dealing with their third and fourth. If right. Samsonov doesn't come back and sort of light it up himself, there's an issue. There's yeah. no question. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. But if again, if they're giving up possession and shots the way they were, it doesn't the, matter. Five out of the first seven games, it's not going to matter because they're just not going to. Those points aren't going to be there later in the season. Yeah. They harvested them early. Good on them. The the Caps do not seem to be. They do not seem to excel right out of the period. Yeah, they I give agree. up a lot of goals or like within the first two minutes. Yeah, especially of the second period, it's like beginning of the second, beginning well, of the, the third, third yeah. or worrisome. Yeah, so I don't understand what that's about, but yeah. whatever. I mean, maybe. onward, upward. I just I want to see some hockey because I Let, love it. Let's get out and fuck the pens up on <clears> Sunday. That would be great. That'd you be know. great. Sounds good to me. See another OV two and two game and have Wilson just completely destroy. Yeah, a couple I guys. want Wilson back. I mean, I don't. He's remember in Major League One where. Uh, <laughs> Just, just say Major League. It's a shame they made more than one. Yeah, that's right. Really Major, Major League, when he'd come out, and he'd be like wild thing. Oh, yeah. and, and Major in Major Ricky League, Vaughn. yeah, in Major League Two, he was like more corporate. I get the sense that Tom Wilson now is like a little bit more corporate. And I want him to be back to the fucking you know, I don't badass. know, badass. The, the the shit he was talking when he when he did his little flyby to the bench on Sunday <laughs> was great. And I did, and I don't, and I didn't like the fight. So I guess maybe, yeah, you know, maybe he should just text me when it's time to fight. Uh, that, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And well, then you'll, you'll check be, with yeah. Alan May, and then yeah, you know, but you, you won't be will, watching, so you won't know what to tell. Him. <laughs> That's true. I watch it on my phone, dude. I know. <laughs> I know when everybody gets. I know when Ovi gets a shot because it says Ovi shot, and then I watch the score. I only do that if we're down one nothing. <laughs> 
Best don't, analysis. Don't get it. in my fucking head. <laughs> All right. No, you're already there. Maryland uh, basketball. Maryland basketball. Jesus Christ. 65 to 60. No, 55 to 50. Oh, the, the Penn 50, State game? Yeah. Uh, worst? I could. I was... I, wh- uh, what was my text to you guys? I said that was one of the worst games I've seen since Frankie played wreck. Like, well, they did dude. better than the 38-37 was Georgetown-Syracuse that one time. That's what I, I might be off by one point on that one, but that's yeah. one I'm never forgetting. So. Yeah, but I, I got to say, my guess is this game was just as bland and drab and well, shitty. My biggest problem with that game was, score. well, they it's like, you're awful, but you still almost had a chance to win. They couldn't take advantage of it. That's what really stunk. The way they played, if we're going to lose by 12, you're like, well, that's just one of those stinkers, and he, it's awful. But they even had a chance. And those, those three possessions in a row with the missed layup, the missed three, and then the, the turnover, it's yeah. like. Yeah. <sighs> now, well, look, so prior to the Penn State game, we said, hey, they've played their way into the tournament picture as long as X, Y, Z. They mm-hmm. hold serve. They do this. They, and I think we left the pod last week going, well, if they lose to Penn State, they're done. Well, they fucking lost to Penn State, and, and they, I think they're probably done. Yeah, I think they're done now. Because well, well, they're 10-10 and 10 right now, right? Yep. All right. And that loss to Ohio State would have been a pick-me-up, good win, you know, on the well, rest of the Well, they weren't going to beat Ohio State. If they had won, it would have been a huge win. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I think, though, that honestly – but shit, every time yeah. I count them out, they, they yeah. come back with a win. Well, exactly. And this is what pisses me off, I think, They the played most. better against Ohio State than they did against Penn State. Oh, no question. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was just going to say is the energy and effort that they played, especially in the first half of the Ohio State game, we didn't have one fucking possession on Friday night with that kind of effort and energy. They looked listless. They looked lost. They looked... Uh, they looked I, I hate using this term, but they just didn't look like they gave a shit. Or realized how big that game really could have been. You know what? Maybe they thought that the, the win against Purdue was so good that they could just go in there and coast. And I, I don't know why they would think they're that good, but they're definitely not good enough to coast against anyone. No. I just think that, you know this is this is who they are. Yeah, they, they they play tough defense. They play hard defense. They're not you know prima donnas. No, no, no. They no. just can't score. They cannot. They have no explosive players. Nope, can't score and. Not very disciplined. Oh, and I hated Andre Burakovsky. She's a Holly. <laughs> ah, yes. And he yeah. is lighting it up in Colorado. That's the one I was talking yeah. about. Thank yeah. you, Holly. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Another key player in our in our cup run. You know, Burakovsky. All year it was like, oh, he's, he's not doing this. Playoffs came around. That motherfucker shined, man. Yeah. You know, that's the guy. Yeah, yep. that's the guy. I was. Sh- and then he goes, always Jeremy. Like- Always liked his game. Thank God we don't have Burr anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think the Terps gave us a little false sense of security with the big wins. What they showed us was they still have talent. They're, they're still tough. You know, hats off to them. But they just – this was not going to be <laughs> a season to write home about. Well, we got room for you on the bandwagon of Morgantown's. We're turning it on now. We just beat Texas Tech by – 11 at Texas Tech. Did you see the meltdown of the Texas Tech coach? I did not. Oh, my God. I have to look that up. Was it good? It's awesome. Oh, so, excellent. So West Virginia's up by six, right, with like 20 seconds left. And the guard falls down with the ball and moves around on the, on the ground and calls timeout. So the question was, is, did he walk right. before he called timeout? And was he fouled? Because I think <clears> they called a foul. So... <laughs> Beard, Chris Beard is like just losing his absolute <laughs> shit, and he falls on the ground and starts shit like like he, like he he was trying to imitate how the guy was on the ground moving around, and like 
You could just see. Did they think it was like a medical emergency? Yeah, I thought he was having a heart attack. I thought he was like, Jesus Christ. So he's doing that. And the announcers was like, wow, he's really getting the full Monty out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so you could just see the West Virginia players like Huggins just sort of looking at him. And Beard gets up and he starts yelling and they eject him, right? When he falls down and does his acting, <laughs> he gets up and he just sort of, he's yelling at the ref, walks over, gives Hugs a fist bump. <laughs> August was like, "Yeah, man, it was the funniest thing." <laughs> that's great. Wish I'd seen that. That is an, that, that's like a good temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, he just lost it. It was it was funny. <laughs> that's but great. But then you know, so West Virginia was supposed to play like six straight road games against top ten teams. Two of them were Baylor, number one team in the country, right? And then Texas Tech was seven. I think they got to go to Kansas. Um, they got Oklahoma at Oklahoma, who I think is not. I don't know. It was maybe it's top fifteen teams. Um, but Baylor just bailed twice. They got COVID uh, alleged, allegedly. Right. Um, they got COVID and canceled the back to back against West Virginia. Okay. And then just announced that they're not making it up, and they lead West Virginia by two and a half games. Huh. Um, for How convenient for seeding. That's what Huggins said. He's like, yeah, you know, it seems a little bit convenient to me. You want to come with Morgantown players, you know. And, I don't know. I, Baylor would smoke us because those dudes are good. Yeah, they're good. But Dude, speaking of smokes, though, I was actually guys, I was actually pleased when Baylor. I was like, yes, <laughs> you guys smoked Kansas, though. Yeah, well, Kansas might be. This is the first time they're out of the top twenty-five, so that they're not as good as other than the name, and they just right. own you know own West Virginia. But well, I guess misery loves company. We're talking about the Terps being five hundred. You know that Duke is below five hundred. Yes, for the and first Coach time. K is losing his mind. Yeah, now he's blaming COVID. How they shouldn't be playing at oh. all. He's he's been doing that. He he knew this team was down, and he has been playing the COVID card all from, season, pretty you know, much from the beginning. Time is passing him by. It is. It you is. Know, I mean, Duke sucks. Uh, Kentucky is terrible. It's, yeah. When's the last time we've seen Duke and Kentucky <sighs> both under five hundred? Jesus. And Kansas out of the top twenty five, like you said. Yeah, Jesus. I think Carolina too, because like yeah, Duke yeah, that's Carolina. right. Carolina Duke used to be like the game of the of the year every year, or you know, both those games. Nobody even knew they were playing this. Past I used weekend. to watch Syracuse Georgetown. Sure, I mean that was a big game, and now sure. just to watch it, you know, with all the NBA talent. Now they, they don't have any NBA talent. No. In either one of the teams. No, it's so no. weird how the, I mean, like Baylor's good. Yeah, you know, it's weird how some of the team. I mean, Gonzaga's always, but all those teams out west. Well, Jeremy thinks Gonzaga's terrible every year, and they're top five yeah. every year. Well, I mean, well, they don't play anybody exactly. That's 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 my point. I mean, they're obviously a decent team, but you know. I don't I don't see him as a Final Four team, but that's because I'm a dumbass. So who knows? No, but I, I see <laughs> to their what, credit, I, they've been spitting out more NBA talent in the yeah, last yeah, ten years. Well, they're, yeah. they're good. But, they're top ten good. I just don't think they're top five good. Right. Top two good. The the question always is is when you are when you roll as much as they roll mm-hmm. over teams, right? And then you get to somebody who's equal talent and back to back nights, yep. and can you handle the pressure? Well, I mean, just look at the Big Ten for example. If you threw them into the Big Ten tournament, sure. I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, yeah, but they'd Illinois, st- they'd still be Iowa. top top three, two or three in the Big Ten. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would, they would, yeah, they'd be up they there. They certainly would be one of the favorites to win. Yeah, but, but they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be, be the clear. But in, the, but in <laughs> right. an NCAA tournament right. game, the teams I just picked, I would pick them over Gonzaga. I would pick them to beat them in a one in a one off game because they're tough. Yeah, sure. And I, you know, I I remember when West Virginia played Gonzaga, um, they had them won until foul trouble. I mean, they they West Virginia controlled that game. They were up in the second half, and then right. their bigs got in foul trouble. So, um, well, g- getting back to Maryland real quick here. I mean, I think the tournament is 
off the radar at this point. Well, to me, there's nothing's really changed. They still need the same number of wins they had, but they needed before. Now they just have less chances to get them. Yeah, and yeah, um, but they, I don't think they but, will. But, but, I'm not saying that. But. The reason why we're saying it's not is because you can't. They're not good enough to turn it on and roll off six. No, doubtful. No. Right? So I mean, we you needed to beat Penn State. Had to. Although that, I mean, you know, I guess if if they beat Minnesota, then you get optim, optimistic again. But the problem with them is they never beat the teams they should fucking beat. Yep. They seem to play harder against the teams that are above them, and so they they go out and shock somebody, and you think, okay, here we go. Yep. You know, well coached, good job. Now they're going to get on a roll, and then they go fucking deliver a stinker. Not only a loss, but just a fucking terrible game. By the way, they lost to Penn State by five, and Penn State shot thirty percent. Yeah. Well, didn't they all have twenty three <laughs> that game? Yeah. How does how does how do you? Only get twenty seven more points. I, I have that no. ro- even even that roster. No idea. You tell me, Iowa's got twenty three and, and Penn State has fifty five. <laughs> Sweet, we won sixty five fifty five. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, good good call. But basically, Maryland has to win out or at least eighty percent of their games. Well, they yeah, still I need mean, the, the whatever we said five, five six, or six. Yeah. yeah, six if they play that in the second Nebraska game. I mean, out of seven, they need whatever, that yeah. second Nebraska game. Well, I don't think honestly that matters. They need to win. It's five without it, six with it. Yeah. So yeah, they're. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for him. Um, I rooted for him against Penn State. I rooted for him against Ohio State. I'm gonna root for him. You know, when they go out and play Minnesota, um, uh, I'm certainly not optimistic. Um, not that I really was on this team before, but I just, you weren't. You were never that optimistic. Just, uh, just frustrated. I guess it's just, they're just not a very good team. Yeah, just frustrated. You know that I I think I I get I get disappointed when you think of Maryland. And you think of their experience coming back. I, that's what's disappointing. I agree with you. But uh, they don't have a score. And they had scores last year. They're obviously in the NBA now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And they, you know, may, maybe the expectations were too high. But, uh, and it's always look at next year. Yep. But, but we'll see what happens next year. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, when you recruit the guys of, of the ilk of, of sticks, they're not going to be there for four years. So you know, you got to have somebody behind them. Who are the seniors? Morcel. That's it for the guys that play. Right. And because, uh, Jarius Hamilton, yeah. the be- transfer. Because none think, of actually, them. I think it's Smith. I think, I think Hamilton's actually only a junior. Smith really? is a senior, though, I'm pretty sure. Here's my question. Hamilton? For basketball. Is he? Yeah. Huh. Okay. For basketball, do they have the same rule of football that even if you're a senior, you can return? I'm pretty sure they do, actually. Okay, so yeah. nobody... Although here's the question: Nobody should leave because nobody's good enough to go to the NBA. Well, no, right, no doubt. But if you have studs coming in and you can upgrade, do you want people to leave? Yes. Yeah. I Potentially. Think the, anyway, I think yeah. the answer there is yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so but I think they have a couple scholarships open. I think um, so. I think so. Because yeah. it for, seems, for the transfer guys, it yeah. seems to me that if you have a a roster full of experienced players that play hard and know what it takes to win, and then you got some availability to get some studs grad transfers or transfers without penalty yep. to come in and say, that's a situation I would like. Mm-hmm. I can be the scorer. Right. Right? You and you don't need guards. I guess you need big guys, right? Yeah, well, that's, the, <laughs> that's the thing is, you know, people and, you know, talk about over, like, you know, valuing your talent. I think the reason some of the pundits were relatively high in Maryland was, well, look at the backcourt. You know, you got your senior Morcel, that's what your I junior Ayala coming back, you know, Wiggins, you know, big-time talent. You're in great shape. The problem is they really have nothing inside. Hamilton's more of a wing than he is anything under the basket. Smith works his butt off, 
his hands are just not good. He's awful. just not you not know? talented offensively. Yeah. I mean, but, he's yeah. more talented than me, well, but yeah. not like he's that's not good. You know? you know, or me, me too. It's not good. He's got um, Obina Akizi yeah. hands. Was, I'm like, <laughs> his first couple, shot, his first <laughs> couple of shots, you're like, oh, I'm like, oh my god, come on, Galen. And his next couple, he's I'm like, wait a second, where has that been? Pretty sure here? he missed a free throw against Penn State. <laughs> he banked it and it and it rimmed out. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's how you draw it up. But he did uh, the Gene Hackman. Don't shoot unless you're under the basketball by yourself. <laughs> and nobody's open. Yeah, really. Uh. No, but I, you know, that's see, that's the problem. Is this that nothing consistent inside? And that's one of the things you know that they always had in the past was there's that Baxter or more recently sticks. You know what? We stink right now. We'll go to him two or three times in a row. We'll get a basket or two. Yep. They just don't have that. I would think though that Maryland will be attractive to anybody that wants to win, play big-time basketball, and maybe be the focus on offense. I agree. Where is Stevie Francis when when you need him? Exactly. I was thinking of one of those like shifty wing guys that plays at, like, I don't know, Creighton or one of those schools, and you're like, dude, I can go there. I can put up 22 a game at yeah. Maryland and fucking get, you know, hopefully next year when the, the fans come back. I mean, it's still a great place to play, you know? That maybe, would be pretty maybe, awesome. Maybe three of the starters from Gonzaga. Ooh, that would, there you <laughs> Come go. Come to the East Coast. Coast, to Coast Nobody baby, let's even go. fucking pays attention to your school. <laughs> uh, well, the, I think the Terps, I think realistically the Terps are going to limp to the finish line. Yeah. They're not going to make the tournament. Okay, They're, they're going to finish with the 500 record. Yep, they're going to be <laughs> right around what I say. Yeah. Last week I was like, they're going to do it. <laughs> I, Jerry, I, I, I think that's why I'm more frustrated now because I felt that optimism for a minute. I was well, like, dude, they have the inside track. They can do this. Right, it's Penn State. Penn State is always the thorn in Maryland's side. By the way, I don't even know who the Penn State coach is. I think I hate all Penn State coaches. Yeah. That guy's such a douche. Yeah, but but well, they just brought him in because their guy left for yeah. some scandal thing. I don't know. I think <laughs> shocker. I think, <laughs> I think Penn State as a school just dominates Mark Turgeon. I don't know what the record is, but I'm always every year disappointed. That he's like, How do you fucking well, like, Penn yeah, State? Five in a row up there. We've lost. You yeah, know, something yeah so like, like, hey, haven't, that, haven't won in Happy Valley since 2016. What? Really? Oh, really? There's like no fans there, <laughs> and they're generally like 5,000 fans there. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they draw more at uh, hockey than they do for <laughs> basketball. Not kidding. Um, oh well, fuck them. Uh, enough Penn State talk. So, uh, anything else to wrap up this week? Nope. Uh, my wife got her second vaccination today. Nice. My Hell dad, yeah. my dad too. Excellent. Yeah. So Excellent. By the Cheers. time we get, by the time we get vaccinated, it won't be cool anymore. Yeah, that's no. very true. They'd be like, yeah. "You're not vaccinated." We did that like last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the more and more people, the, as the numbers grow, it's just fewer and fewer people that can get it. So, so that's a good uh, thing. MCPS brought out their return to school plan <laughs> and the grades seven and 10 where my daughters are and stepdaughter are last. I know. And because it, I guess thinking about it intellectually, those are the least important because you're, you're in the middle, you know, the school, you don't, it's not a new school and it's not like the last year. It just cracks me up. Cause I'm like the earliest, the earliest they could go back is like April 26th. Yes. I think what's the point. And they're out like in May, there's like one I know, month. I know. <laughs> So it's like, what's the point? But, uh, but then I, the, so I, I started to get pissed <laughs> off at that because I'm starting to get pissed off at everything now. But uh, um, September's a month, isn't it? Let's do it then. Let's well, that yeah, I mean, but you know, it just just get some kids back in school. I just want to get some kids back in school and you know get them starting to matriculate and just get. It's not the new normal. We're we're going to be here. I mean, this is it. There's going to be Zoom forever. Yeah. Um, if I could go back in time 18 months ago and invest in Zoom. Oh, um, 
But that's Damn. so, th- and, yeah. and that might not be bad. But I just want to get. I mean, we're supposed to play. Um, I think I may have told you guys this. We're supposed to play uh, at Good Council some teams in St. Mary's County mm-hmm. because St. Mary's County's open. Okay, and some teams in Virginia because Virginia's open. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're supposed to play them starting in March, but we snow aside, we can't hit in Montgomery County. Right. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck are we supposed to play a football game? When you haven't hit, now you may not get COVID, but your shoulders are going to be banged up, right? So it's it, the people who are preaching making, to the choir here, man. Yeah, people who are making the decisions aren't really thinking is about it, that. Is it allowed to have a practice or two in a different county? Well, that's what <laughs> that's above my pay grade, but people are looking into that. The problem, other than Carroll County, I think right now, Anne Arundel is the same way. Howard's the same way. So if you yeah. go to Howard County, you've got the same restrictions. Yep. But uh, and but I think those counties would be more inclined to loosen things up before Montgomery, which is always the last. What one. about DC? What are they doing? I don't think they're. I think they're the same way. But okay. they were last I heard, they were on the verge of opening up. So St. John's. And well, I'm pretty sure they're. I'm pretty sure DC public schools are back. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just more focused. I mean, like St. Yeah. John's. Can can you can you hit? Can you? Yeah. Have it contact? depends on the sport. Because hockey, no, <laughs> and football. I mean. It, I just assume since I like football that they won't let. This is all geared towards me, right, right. of course. It's all, it's all, it's all, it, it, my kids Absolutely. get shit on. I never get vaccinated. <laughs> if you live in two hundred eight seven two, you're getting vaccinated like in two thousand twenty five. Yeah, Makes pretty much. Know. I may be the last person on earth getting vaccinated. <laughs> At that point, you don't. You wouldn't need it. It'd be great. If you were literally the last person on earth, you wouldn't need the vaccine. I would. (laughs) It's my luck, dude. (laughs) It's my luck. Oh, fuck. I don't even want to get into the science on that one. You're confusing me like you are saying with all the cap. Ford's (laughs) playing great. Defense is playing great. Goalies are playing great. We let seven goals up. Fairly certain that's an internal dialogue you've had. That's how I heard it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. All right. Until next week, wings, beers, and tears. Peace. Go fuck yourself, Pittsburgh. (laughs) Always a good sign-off. See you guys next week.